Shalom. You're listening to Exercising Your Faith podcast, and I'm Anita Armstrong, and I'm coming to you from Texas, and it is cold over here. The high today, I believe, was 54. Now, some of us are like, oh, that's not bad and all that. I'm just saying I'm a tropical type of lady, so this chick over here was free zing. Amen. I'm having layers on already and I didn't hardly leave out of a building today. I hardly stepped into the outside atmosphere at all. And I was just cold. I have my little space heater going on in my office. And when I walk through the building, to me, there's like drafts of air. I felt like the back of my neck was cold. I didn't like it at all. But God is like, I have so much for you to write. So I spent today doing a lot of writing, cozy, wrapped up, drinking tea, sipping on soup. And I got a lot done today. So I pray that your time, your day has been productive as well. God is definitely on the move doing big things. He is not stopping and resting. He is constantly moving, even if it's fast or slow. And so I'm just grateful to be included in the projects that he has going on. And tomorrow is, well, let's just say, yeah, today, I'm sorry, today is No Sugar Tuesday. So I started off my day with water. I'm working on trying to get up to three water bottle, average regular water bottle sizes of water, trying to get three of those down. Five would be great, but realistically speaking, three is more like it. I think they're about 12 ounces, maybe 16 ounces. I can't remember, but I'm trying to get three of those in my system and definitely staying away from sugar. I'm talking about vegetables type sugar, like potatoes. I'm staying away from carrots. I'm staying away from sweet potatoes. I'm staying away from wheat. I'm staying away from corn. I'm staying away from refined sugars. I'm just staying away from sodas and juice and fruit. So my sister's like, so what are you gonna eat? And I'm thinking, yeah, we're gonna you know, nibble on a little bit of bark and lick on some bricks. It doesn't seem like there's very much left, but I'm learning more and more about food and learning more and more about what's good food, what's considered to be good food. So in that God is changing my taste buds. He's changing habits and he's changing my mindset. And that's what I'm here for. I'm here for the change and the transition, amen. Today, I'm going to be giving the message Today, I'm going to be giving the message, and it's titled, All In. All In. And when I'm talking about being all in, I'm talking about being sold out for God, you know, being sold out for Christ. I have my notes here. You may hear my papers and my pen. And like always, when I'm doing messages, when I'm reading things, God is just constantly giving me words to share for me, for me to have, and then words to share with you all. And so when we're talking about all in, it took me to Mary. And when we're looking in John 12 and three, it talks about how she wiped his feet with her hair. I was like, how all in can you be? How sold out can you be? Now we don't have that wonderful privilege of having the the, the man of God, Jesus himself in the flesh standing in front of us, right? And sitting at, in our living room, reclining in our, in our, in our house 
and she's pouring her most expensive treasure, which is this perfume, which in my reading was equivalent to about a year's worth of salary. Think about what your year's worth of salary costs or is. And she, that was the cost of this perfume that she poured on his feet. That's an expensive, that is a huge sacrifice. That's all in to take a year's worth of your salary. And some would say that she wasted it. In her mind, she, she would have done more if she had it, but that's the most that she had. She showed God by using all the most expensive things she had and poured it on his feet. And then she took it a step further. She let down her hair and wiped his feet. Amen. When you think about she let down her hair, when you go back into that culture and you go back into that time, when a woman let down her hair in public, in front of the family, in front of friends, in front of people who could see and go talk about it, when a woman let down her hair, remember they wore their hair covered and they wore their hair up in a bun, tucked away. She let down her hair. It was out to be seen. It is considered to be a disgrace for her whole entire family, her mama, her daddy, her uncle, her cousins, her unborn nephews and nieces. and It was a disgrace for the whole entire family. Yet she did this because she's sold out. She's all in for God. She's all in for the ministry, the cause in which she's being brought to. In fact, you know, we could even say that she could have been stoned or killed. Her family could have said, oh, you know, and just had made an argument about it, a mess about it. She literally took her hair down, wiped his feet, and people sat and watched. They were in awe at her service, in awe at the gesture. They understood. Watching that, you understood that she's willing to sacrifice herself to honor God. So that brings me to the question for us, are we all in? Meaning if that cost you your most treasured thing, if that cost you your most treasured thing, my pastor said recently, I believe actually this past Sunday, he had said that he will not compromise for his wife when it's dealing with God. He won't compromise for his children. He will not compromise for work. He's incompromisable. He says, I will not compromise God at all. I will not, I will not bend at all. If that means that I have to give up a piece of what I have from God. Are you the same way? I asked myself that question and I sat there and I said, yes, yes, yes. You know, I was going down a little checklist in my head. Yes, 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 yes. And then I said, well, there are some places where I, I, I say yes, but I wonder if I was ever tested and I pray to God, I never will be in that way. I was like, I pray I would never be tested in that way. I said, I still feel that I would do it afraid. I may do it afraid. I don't want to know what it would feel like, but I feel like I'm here saying yes, that I would do it. Right. A lot of us will say that if you're put in that situation, you might actually respond differently. I pray that I don't. I really pray that I don't. And I pray that you don't either. I feel that I can honestly say that I will not compromise my faith at all. 
I feel like I can, maybe 10 years ago, I may not have said it as this way. And maybe 10 years ago, I would say yes to most things and a few things I was still struggling on. I don't know. But, But Mary, she showed it. She showed it. She was undeterred from her worship of God to her master, to her best friend, to the lover of her soul. She was un, I'm sorry, she was undetoured, undetoured. That's what I want to say. She was undetoured for her master, for her God, for the love of her life, for the lover of her soul. She was not going to be moved. All in. Amen. And as we continue to look on that, you know, when, when, when we say she let down her hair or in the scriptures in John 12 and three, it says she wiped his feet with her hair. When I apply that to my life, when you apply that to your life, that's all like, that's all throughout your life. Where is it that you're showing that people can look and see your family can look and see your people, your friends at work can look and see that God is the MVP in your life. When we look at Romans 1 and 16, we see that Paul writes, and you know, I, I think he's awesome. And he is a, I would call a superhero. If you want to say that in the Bible, he's one of those, those legends. He's one of those, those strong leaders in the Bible. And it says here in Romans 1 and 16, it says, I am not ashamed of the gospel. Amen. How many of us can say that? He says, I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for the salvation for everyone who believes. He said he is not ashamed of the gospel. And he knows that salvation is for everyone who believes. That includes him. That includes you. And that includes me. When we are serious about our worship, it's about really our relationship with God. Amen. When we talk about worship, it's not about, it's not about getting. Amen. When, when you're in worship, when you're truly in worship, you're giving yourself. You're prostrating yourself at the feet of God. When we keep talking about the feet of God, you're at the throne and you are in worship. You are literally pouring yourself out pouring yourself onto God's feet. It's not about receiving when you're in worship. It's all about giving. Amen. And the more you worship, the more that you get, you become closer with God. Your every worship encounter that you have is bringing you closer. So you're all in, all in with God. You, you have a single mindset. You're focused. Your only, your, your only attention that you have right then and there when you're in worship is him. Amen. It's him. You're just sitting there uninterrupted, just focused on him. Amen. Your worship is definitely a sacrifice. Your worship is definitely a sacrifice. A sacrifice is, it has a cost to it. It costs you something when you're in worship. You're giving all of you to him. Amen. And we saw that in Romans 1 and 16. We saw that John 12 and 3. Those are some amazing examples. And so as we continue on, when we're thinking about being all in for Christ, being all in for God, many, many times we're looking at the power of God. And we continue to come back because of the encounter and the experience that we had when we were all in that worship moment. You know, like addicts, they continue to chase the high. They continue to go back and try and do it again. 
They want, you know, like even if you're 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 eating candy or or you're doing, you know, I'm talking about no sugar Tuesday, right? When you're doing some things that, you know, they feel good to your flesh. Well, your spirit is the same way. Your spirit said, this feels good to me. I miss home. This is, this is, this is a benefit to me. Your spirit wants to go back into that. The power of God is what your spirit is seeking after. And, and the thing about it is that the power is always available to, available to us when we are serious about seeking God. When we put God first, we can't help but reap the benefits that he has for us. When we put him first, everything else falls into place, right? So no matter what, when we're all in, you know, some people may say that's embarrassing. You know, like my son, like I design worship arts attire and, and, and ministry attire, right? And I, I was like to my son, I said, do you want to wear one of these jackets? You know, uh, it was Warrior for Christ jacket. It was our, you know, the bestseller for the, the things that I have created. And God has some more things coming. I'm so excited. And so anyway, I was like, you know, to my son, do you want to, do you want one of these jackets? And his mouth said, yes. I feel like his eyes and the rest of him said, no. He was saying yes, because he knew this is something mommy made and everything. I think he was saying no, because it didn't go with his outfits. It didn't go with what he's about, like his gear. He calls it his gear, his fit, his drip, whatever. It didn't go with what he had going on. He's wearing name brand. He's wearing, you know, like different names on his shirt, Nike, you know, whatever, all these brands that's on his shirt. Like to me, it's like, this, you know, and so instead of all the branding stuff, I have slogans like, you know, um, God is the real MVP, you know, God sent worshiper for Christ, believer, whatever. What, I have all these different things instead of Nike. That's what you see. And I felt like he was not ready. I, he wasn't spiritually mature. I felt like he was embarrassed. I felt like he felt that he would get picked on. I felt like he didn't think he was strong enough to carry that burden yet. And so I didn't give him the jacket because I felt like it was a no, though he had said yes. And so then I was thinking about me. I wear all that all the time. But if you put me in another place, like if I had to, like say there is a big, big event or whatever, can I get in front of it and just talk about God? I believe I 100% can. There was a time where I couldn't. I wasn't all in. And so now I can recognize it and I see where the path that I went from to now. And so now that I'm all in and God is surrounding me with love and he's surrounding me with different ways to present the word in my, in my walk, I'm just sitting here thinking about, wow, I have become bolder than I, I was in the past. And that's even with my family. Some of my family don't, they, they just don't believe the way that I believe. Yet, I still am part of the family, yet I don't necessarily fit. And I won't fit because I will not compromise. I will not be to de deterred like Mary. Mary was the same way. She was like, I will not be deterred because I am transformed now. I have transformed, I have transcended to another place, amen. A lot of the times what keeps us from being all in is bondage. 
When you think about bondage, it's holding you back. A lot of the times people will use these excuses when they're talking about, I'm not all in, like, like I can't devote my time and my life to God that way because it's not part of my schedule. It doesn't fit. I don't have time for that right now. Some people may say that the bondage is, is holding me back because I have a career. The career, my career won't allow me to be available to, to be in ministry that way. If I can't be in ministry the way that I'm visualizing that I need to be in ministry, well, then I don't need to do it. I have to finish my career first. And then once I retire, I can get to that. Or what about habits? I'm just not willing to let this go just yet. Maybe when I'm older, I've heard that a lot. Maybe when I'm older, I'll do that. Addiction, it could be. Maybe I'm, I'm in debt. I can't afford it. I can't afford to be in ministry that way because I don't have the finances. I'm still paying off debt. I have about 10 more years to go. Then you have some that are, you know, we talked about fear a lot. And then some that are just guilty. I hear this all the time of I've backslidden. I've fallen off. I'm not who I used to be. I'm dirty. I'm not clean enough. I don't live. I haven't, I haven't redeemed myself. And I'm like, well, God has redeemed you. If we wait on ourselves, we'll never be good enough according to us. But a lot of the times we allow things to hold us back from being all in. But when you give your life to Christ and when you give your life over in worship, when you give yourself and you pour yourself onto God's feet, he will be the one that will wipe you clean. Amen. He will wipe you clean. We're not really... We, it's not really up to our abilities. We'll never be able to do it on our own. We have to have the help and the unction, the maturity and the spiritual guidance from Christ to be able to do those things. So a lot of the times we have to free our, we have to get out of a slavery mindset, which is I have to do it this way. It has to be done this way. It, it can only work if I work it this way. But God is constantly reminding us that because of the relationship that he has available to us, because of the love and the heart that he has for us, because of the future that he wants for us, and because of his, his agape that he has for us, that it's already done. We just have to accept it. And so this message is just a wonderful reminder of who he is and what he has done for us. And that he has already, he has already stood up for us. He has already bought us back from the pits of hell. He has already died on the cross. So we don't have to continuously crucify ourselves. We don't have to continuously punish ourselves and hold ourselves back and hold ourselves in a cage for something that he has already won for us. He's already bought for us. He's already set aside for us. We love him and we are believers and there are benefits to being a believer. Amen. And so when we are all in, all we're doing is standing by his side because he went all in for us before we were even born. He went all in for us when he came down to this earth as an infant. He was all in for us when the, when the creation, he is the creator, when he allowed creation to crucify him to the cross. And it was love that held him on that cross for you and for me. It wasn't the power of man. 
It wasn't for fear. It wasn't because they were they were so strong and their materials were were of the elite standard. That wasn't it. He could have tore up everything and everybody, but he didn't. And the reason why he didn't is because the very ones that nailed him to the cross are the very ones that he loves. So every time we say no to God, I feel like it's crucifying him all over again. Every time that he's asking for our obedience and we don't, I feel like we're crucifying him, crucifying him all over again. Every time that we miss the mark, we choose to do the opposite of what he's saying because of habits, because our flesh feels good. I just have to keep reminding myself, this is me sharing with you my thoughts on this, is that I have to remind myself that one day when all of this is gone, when my flesh is dead my flesh will not be standing in heaven with me when I'm answering for my choices that I allowed my flesh to lead me in but I will be standing in front of the spirit I will be standing in front of God the one who matters so I'm all in and I invite you to do the same and I invite you to take time out and just kind of look in places where you may not be all in at and then figure out what you need to do to get to that place. None of us are perfect and we're going to all go through different times of change. We're going to all go through our seasons of learning. And so we, we, we're constantly, our goal is just to do better every day to every moment that we get, we're just trying to do better. And when we live out loud and when we live in boldness, we're also helping others to see that it is possible to be flawed and still loved and still able to serve and still able to be received by Christ. Amen. So that's my message on today, all in. And I thank you all for continuously learning with us and growing with us. In the next few weeks, it will be January 2024. I can't even begin. And I probably said the same thing last year. I can't even begin to imagine what he has in store for us next year. I am absolutely floored at how awesome 2023 has been the miracles, the wonders, and the signs that he's shown us here on Exercising Your Faith podcast and also in my personal life. I can't even begin to grasp what 2024 is going to be like, but I'm excited about it and I know it's going to be phenomenal. I know it's going to involve more travel than, than I've done up to this point. And I know it's going to be all about learning about who he is in that other place. So I'm trying to get to that other place as in traveling to see what he has to show me there, what he's going to sound like there, because believe it or not, when I'm, when I'm here in my office working in Texas, we have a familiar sound. He and I, we talk and all of that. But when I travel, it's like I'm meeting a part of him for the first time. I don't know if you feel the same way about that, but that's how I feel and I'm excited about it. And so as you continue to pour yourself all in to the ministries that he has for you, for your studies that he has for you, for your marriages, for your relationships, for wherever, whatever you are and whatever you're doing, just remember one thing, that nobody will ever love you more than he does. And so he deserves the honor and respect he deserves the honor and respect that's due him. 
And so when we honor and respect our relationships and people, people that we're in relationship with, we do that out loud and we do it publicly. It's not an embarrassment. It's bold. It's just is what it is. The facts are just the facts. So continue to live out loud, continue to take down those giants and continue to listening to Exercising Your Faith podcast. We love you and we can't wait to get together again with another message. Shalom.